All right, welcome back, y'all. Welcome back. As promised, today we have a guest on the Nerd Related Podcast, one of actually the original founding members, but we are out here today. Last pod, you guys heard me talk about my quick reactions to Spider-Man No Way Home. Today we're going to get deeper. We got Ray, aka Party Panda, on a pod with me today talking all things no way home spoilers are coming if you haven't watched it as i told you in the last pod make sure you go watch it and get the hell out of here because we're about to spoil the entire thing for you um if and you're the, still here let's get in it what up ray welcome to the podcast man how you been the, i've been doing pretty good man the panda man is back baby so uh spoiler alert spoiler alert this is uh um not for the faint of ears if you haven't seen spider-man yet which you should have seen it right away so uh i don't know what you're doing with your life so <laughs> yeah man i'm ready to go man you know just you know beginning life together and everything like that man finally feeling better feeling ready to go so <clears throat> jump right into it man what's the first thing you want to talk about yeah um i want to give you the floor to kind of just talk about you know what your initial reactions were uh i gave my really quick thoughts last time about 20 minutes but i'm interested in you know what you thought of it i've seen the movie three times in the movie theater so uh we're gonna talk a lot about you know how did you like it what you didn't like what the reaction was in the theater i've gotten to experience the movie with three different audiences and let me tell you it was different with each one um, but you know, just kick it off with you know, how okay, do you feel about sure. the movie? Okay, for sure. Um, my first thoughts were was like I was I was surprised going into the movie, but I wasn't surprised going into the movie. If you know what I mean, like everything that happened, I like expected to happen, but you didn't expect it to happen. You know what I'm saying though? You know what I mean? It was yeah. like you, I was kind of I was kind of hopeful, you know what I'm saying, but then I was being reserved because sometimes I go into a movie too hard and then I'm let down a little bit. So I went into this movie like I, I was all in, man. I, I laughed, I cried. I, I think it was it, it's one of the, the best movies I've ever seen, and that's mm-hmm. not just hype. Like, there's no Marvel movies that broke my top ten, and uh, this Spider-Man movie broke my top five movies. Period. So that's saying a lot, right there. And that the theater experience, man. You, <laughs> I I thought it was kind of corny a little bit, but I understood the people. You know what I'm saying? But I always feel like that's a little corner to me. But so um, first off, um, Tom Holland's the best. And uh, he better he better keep going. <laughs> that's number one. But um, I don't know. Like, I, I just there's like not one thing I really disliked about the movie, except for like this. I know he says Scooby-Doo in the trailer, but when. I don't like the Scooby-Doo aspect, the teamwork kind of thing. You know me, I've never liked the teamwork. Yeah, I mean, that was thing. your biggest problem with the Flash TV show. Yeah, like Spider-Man is not a, not a team player. I think, uh, I'm, I'm glad you bring that up because this is what, so I had this argument on TikTok with somebody about similar. So the argument started because he said, you don't have to watch Far From Home to watch No Way Home. They're like, Far From Home is a filler. And I think what people... And and maybe you didn't see it this way. Yeah, I thought it was stupid, too. But I was like, I think what people don't get of this trilogy specifically, because we kind of started a little backwards. You and I kind of talked about that, too, off off pod. But the way that this was designed, it's really a coming of age story. We're meeting Peter Parker much younger than we've ever met him in, in the movies before. Usually he's a senior. Then all of a sudden he's in college and he's an adult. We meet Which Peter. 
we meet Peter when he's maybe a sophomore. Like we have three years of high school. Well, the, the middle one was after Endgame, but regardless. So like it's a coming of age story where in part one, he don't know what the hell he's doing. And he starts getting mentored by Tony in the second movie. He's starting to understand that what Peter Parker wants isn't always going to happen because of his responsibility as Spider-Man, right? He goes to Europe. He's in love with this girl. He wants to talk to her. But every time the whole movie is about him trying to like get what he wants personally and what Spider-Man has to do gets in the way of that. That's what the entire thing is about. And now in the Mm -hmm. last one, in this movie, it's going back to where he is by himself. There is no more team, right? Like the whole end of this movie is, no one is there anymore. No one remembers who Peter Parker is to the extent. And I don't think a lot of people have noticed this at all is he didn't make the suit at the end, which is fucking amazing, by the way. It's super comic, but got grit and looked just super gross. Oh, my God, man. He didn't make that <laughs> suit because he wanted to. He made the suit because no one remembers who Peter Parker is. And the suit Tony gave him responds to Peter Parker. So it's like one of those things where. Now he's completely on his own. He don't have no choice but to be on his own. I'm excited to see what it looks like when he goes, finishes his GD, goes to college and et cetera. But that's super long explanation to go through. So some people that are dissing the trilogy so far, that's yeah. what it's about, y'all. Like, this is how we got to this point. Sorry sorry if I jump around a little bit, but uh, the, the ending I thought was like, so Spider-Man, like what he had to give up. He was mm-hmm. like, Dr. Strange was like, hey, nobody's going to know who you are. He's like, I know. You I know think, what I'm saying? Like, in the comic book, Spider-Man is always giving up everything. It's always always giving up the most. He's you know sacrificed the most. Stan Lee said he's the greatest he's, superhero of all time. He's always sacrificed the most. That scene specifically, I, I love the interactions with Dr. Strange and, and Spider-Man in this movie. But in that scene, because it, it, you can see Dr. Strange's characters develop movie over movie. And... Yeah. He's getting a little softer now, like not soft, like in weak, but soft. That is in like, he's not depending on himself. He cares about other people. Like his egotistical side is diminishing every movie that goes by. But in that scene, he's like, everyone that knows and loves you, we are going to forget about you. Like he included himself in that comment. Yep. And I was like, nah, that shit is, that's, that's crazy. I just, I, that's not what I, I love Dr. Strange and I love Cumberbatch as a man. Like, I like how, like, the world, even though the world was all messed up and these people were coming, he was like, you handle it. I'm going to do some other shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Duke of came in and, like, whooped everybody, you know what I'm saying, like, single-handed, whatever. He's like, all right, Peter, you and your two stupid friends, you go deal with this thing. Like, I I just, I just love that thing about him, like, in his, his kind of carefreeness still, you know? Uh, I, I love that. And yeah, then, um, I mean, uh, the fight between, you know, Peter and Doctor Strange or Spider-Man in, in the mirror, in the mirror verse. I don't know. What does he call it? Mirror zone. I can't remember what he calls it. But man, that was so dope. It was so dope. And it's one of the here's one of my problems with Tom Holland. And it's not his fault. It's how it's written. But I think now and I'll give you some context behind it, too. I feel like the other Spider-Man and probably Andrew Garfield Spider-Man the most and it's no secret. He's my favorite Spider-Man, even though the movies are probably the worst movies. But him as Spider-Man is my favorite. He shows the most intelligence to me. Tom Holland, they don't focus on that in this trilogy. The only time you ever really grasp it, they do it subtly. 
So like he goes to, in the mirror zone. Right. Exactly. That's what I'm getting to. Right. So like he gets to, he goes to a gifted school. Everyone at this high school is supposed to be mega successful. Everyone there is smart. That's the point of going there. They, they kind of hint at that. Right. When he yeah. messes with Tony's te- um, tech, he does it so flawlessly like Tony does. No one else does that. So you, it kind of implies like, or, yeah, hey, Peter Parker's a genius. Right. But they don't ever like flat out show it. Right. That's a part of the character, but they've, they probably left that for when he's an adult and in college. And yeah, whatnot. but also the yeah, but like I said, but also with the Andrew Garfield thing, you know, they're talking about how he was he in college or yeah. about to be in college. Yeah, he was like, a so senior. He was a lot they, farther along. Oh yeah, he was working at Oscorp, well, with that little internship, and so was Gwen. So yeah, they're definitely a little further along. But but in this that's movie, what I'm saying. They left that like for Peter later. Parker was working when he was working with Doctor Octopus and stuff like. Oh yeah, they showed know, that. make those yeah. things and shit like that. Like they showed he's a genius, like flat out. Right, but um, in this movie for sure. In this, in the, in the MCU, they never really kind of show it, other than him messing with Tony's tech. Like, it's never yeah, like, they, you know what I'm saying? It's very subtle. Yeah, they really pumped it in this movie. Yeah, you know for what I'm sure saying? They, like, they They feel it. Yeah, because like you said, in the other one, the only time that really happens when he was talking about Happy Hogan, about making his own suit or whatever right. on the plane. Yeah. He I'm made his own home. suit. So you're like, mm-hmm. yeah, so you're like, oh, Muffy's. So I get that, but um, William Defoe stole the movie to me. Oh, man, he's so good. So Dude, he's so good. And what, he's like 65 or something? So 70? good. His facial know. features when he's like between, going between Goblin and um, and Norman is so crazy to me. Like, it's like his whole face falls back and his teeth start showing and you can just see the evilness. And then when he's Norman, it's just like relaxed. He's amazing in this movie, bro. Yeah, like I already, I already felt like Spider Man's Rogue Gallery was dope and stuff, but like I'm not really the biggest fan of anybody. But like he made me a fan of Green Goblin. You know what I'm saying? Like I wanted to read some books and what it like. William Defoe, he he sold a movie to me, and I'm glad he came back. And like, it was just crazy. Like I don't even know. How, that's what I'm. Yeah, that's like I was. I knew he was in there because you hear his voice and you see him in the trailers and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But like when you see it all together and then they're all on the screen and and I thought. Uh, Jamie Foxx redeemed himself. That was awesome. I did even too. Sandman, dude. I did not think Sandman. I, I thought they're because remember the whole the whole movie they just had him as sand. I was like, oh, they don't even got the real actor. There's well, do you know why? Voice, they're gonna keep looking like a sand person. Have you no. noticed it? We can talk about some of the issues here too. Just it's a conversation, yeah. right? So bear with us, y'all. We're gonna go through. It's not in any particular order, but if you've seen the movie, you'll be able to identify with what we're talking about. So they talk about they pull them from moments when they were about to die, right? That's what that's where they came from. So the Sandman was pulled from the scene where he was in the sewer and the water was taken. Remember, he couldn't he couldn't become solid. So that's why throughout the movie, you can tell like when he's on the couch, he's starting to become more solid there. But you can still see the cracks in the sand as if it were wet. I thought that was awesome. I was like, that's, that's cool. Like that moment, because they pull him when they're going to die. And in that moment, he didn't die in the movie, but he thought he was going to die. So like got Jamie Foxx got pulled when he was pulling in all the electricity. Um, so like things like that, uh, the lizard probably got pulled in when he fell into that where the hydrogen was and we don't see him for a split second. That's probably where he came from. But it makes sense, like, story-wise, why he looked like that for most of the movie. Dude, and they totally redeemed themselves with Electra this time. They totally, they totally redeemed themselves with that. 
He looked yeah, way better. Cool. The suit was dope. Jamie Foxx, it was, it was, it was really good, man. I've never been a fan of Tobey Maguire though. So same. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, I, I liked the way they came too, but I thought that was kind of weird too, like a little forced and stuff. Having that, having his friend be able to use Doctor Strange's ring to make circles and whatever, and then him, him talking about his family, his history, and magic. His grandma said that, you know. I mean, I get it. It was funny a little bit, but I feel like that stuff was forced to to bring them over. Do you know what I mean, or how, did you like that? I mean, I, I they had to give Ned something to do plot wise. Um, I'm not sure the whole like magical side makes sense but i think where they're going with ned and they they lead to it in the movie when they're first off the um the scene when they're in the school lab and they're all working i thought that scene was that was awesome like they're all working on different things it was um, the way that it was and they're like peter they all look and they're pointing at each other like the meme that show was hilarious i was just gonna bring that up that they did the (laughs) spider-man meme that was they did a couple memes but that was amazing dude and then uh, Parker, like, yeah, we're all, and Andrew Garfield's like, yeah, we're all Peter Parker. <laughs> That's not going to work either. But anyways, on that scene when Ned's talking to them, like, hey, do you have a best friend? And they're like, yeah, you know, try to kill me, heartbreaking. <laughs> they're, so, like, they're <laughs> they're leading to Ned becoming something. And he, I feel like him, so he promises Peter, like, hey, I'm not going to become a supervillain, yada, yada. But him forgetting who Peter is, I think is the key in that, in that development. And him Becoming someone, I don't know who he's going to be. I hope it's not that far away from the comics. Like, a lot of people online are saying Hobgoblin, but I don't know how I feel about that. But he should do something where, because I feel like that's where we're headed. That's what they've laid yeah, out he for. just He just ain't got the, he ain't got the look, the style, the, the nothing to, to be more than what he is. You know, usually you see that in somebody or an actor or something. If he ended up being like a bad guy or doing something, I'm like, it's like the most unbelievable yeah. like, thing ever like it just it would be a no-go for me i would agree with that like, unless he's like unless it is magical right like that would be more believable if he like kind of like a mordor like type just you know went crazy but can did you, you magic? um i thought a cool part man like when when the spider-mans were they're all failing because they're all trying to fight their own mm-hmm. individual battles and stuff and 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 then uh our 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 Spider-Man or this. Yeah, Spider-Man, so let's say, you want to say Peter one, Peter two, and Peter three. So yeah. Peter one's Holland, <laughs> Peter two is uh, Maguire, Peter three is Garfield. Yeah. Okay. So well, Peter one was like, "Hey, I I worked with a team. I know about teamwork. You know, what I'm saying they they didn't have no clue about teamwork. Right. So They've never had on their own. Mm-hmm. So that was one of the coolest. I thought that it was, was amazing swinging together like seeing three Spider-Man. Dog, when they start working together right after that scene, and the when they come out and swing. That might be the greatest shot I've ever seen in a movie ever, dog. It's just like, that looks amazing. I need it on my PC, my phone, everywhere. <laughs> oh, another thing. Uh, okay, so this is the second thing I like. First thing is Ned's magic thing. Number two, I never felt like nothing was on the line. Like, even when Toby Maguire got stabbed by the Green Goblin, yeah, I knew he, he wasn't going to die or nothing. Mm-hmm. He should have died. He yeah. should have died. I think what he I heard, died. I read online somewhere that the plan was for him to die there, but, and they filmed it that way. So we'll see, I guess, in deleted scenes or something if they show it. Um, but after the screening, uh, Feige saw it and was like, they're all too, all, they're all too awesome together. We want to be able to use these characters 
in future projects so then they didn't kill him i think i feel like you can tell like when he gets stabbed that moment was built for him to die and then it's like oh yeah and then when garfield's yeah, holding looks- him up when he's holding him up and he was like uh, you're you're in a lot of pain right he was like yeah i mean i, I feel like that was just made up there but it worked it, it was funny no oh, he's super old you could tell Dude. like he He's, oh, he was too old to start Spider-Man in the first place. How old was Tobey Maguire when he first got the role? I'll say he's mid twenties. Yeah, he's mid twenties. <laughs> Even Andrew Garfield was a little older. He just looked young because I think he's forty now, and he has he's last time he was Spider-Man was ten years ago. So he's already yeah. in his late twenties. That's what Tobey cost Maguire him the just, role. He just never had to look to me for anything. I know he's a good actor, or whatever, but his face was just always. Stupid. <laughs> I'm in the minority there, and I'm gonna do uh kind of plug in a future podcast. I'm inviting two friends over. Um, we're gonna do a debate on who's the better Spider-Man. I'm for sure in the minority. You guys already know this. I'm a Garfield fan as Spider-Man, but uh my buddy Dan is thinks Toby Maguire for some reason. I can't accept that, but for some reason he thinks Toby's the best, and my buddy Zach uh thinks it's Holland. I think. Uh, I can accept Holland, but I can't accept Toby, but we're going to do that. We're going to dish it out, have a debate style podcast here in about a week. Uh, so make sure you stay tuned for that as well. I wanted to talk about uh, another thing, me and you were talking about like uh, off cast or like before, and you didn't really like the Venom cameo thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why you didn't like it, but I liked it, even though I've never seen either of the Venom movies, though. That's a fact. I haven't seen either. I don't care about seeing either. And I'm never going to see either. <laughs> but the reason why I like this so much, because to me, it's such a hardcore, like, comic book fan or Spider-Man fan or whatever. Like, there is no Venom without Spider-Man from the right. get-go. So they're going backwards. So at least it's it's going to happen. I'm hoping so that he gets the black suit, whatever. But, like, I'm not the biggest Tom Hardy fan. And I'm not. I haven't seen either of those movies. And I don't care about this movie. So well, why don't you like that part? In general. But I think what... My, my my issue with it, I guess, is like they tease. It was like a un, uh, unfulfilled tease. At the end of the second Venom, he gets transported over because of the spell. Um, And then you feel like he's going to play some part. But before the movie started, I told Zach, because I saw the first the first time I saw it, I saw it with Zach. I was like, I don't think Venom's going to be play a part in this at all. I, if anything, he comes out at the end and sets up the future. And that's what happened. But it wasn't how I thought. So if you are a Venom fan, a Tom Hardy Venom fan, because I love Venom, I don't necessarily care, dislike or too much like the new Venom movies. They just kind of exist for me. Um, but it, was, it, was a pay, it wasn't a payoff. Like you thought something was going to happen. It didn't happen. They used Tom Hardy to set up the MCU Venom. And it was kind of weird. Since you haven't watched it, and I feel like a lot of people haven't watched the Venom movies. Here's a little insight around that. So at the end of Venom 2, um the symbiote is talking to to eddie and they're talking about the multiverse and he starts talking to him about how the symbiotes share a hive mind across the multiverse so that's cool it's super dope when you think about it and apply it to everything the the venom that was on peter too in the first um spider-man trilogy he knew about that he he knows about it he also knows other things that are happening in, across the multiverse. So that's super cool to me that they that that's how they're going to relate it all around. And ultimately, Tom Holland should get a black suit very relatively shortly here. Now that yeah, now that it's in the MCU. I'm not, not going to lie though. This movie, 
made me want to maybe watch the Venoms because in that little time it was, it was like a minute, 30 seconds or something. Just the interactions between the two, like the talking, like a Venom, like him hearing him and talking to him and him talking back. Like that, I'm, I'm a Venom fan, you know what I'm saying? But I, I was against it from the get-go because he don't get the Venom until it already hit Peter Parker. So I'm very, you know me, I'm, I'm very stickler about orders yeah, of things and how things go. But I mean, but, but it's movies. And I, and I get it. And then Sony and Marvel, whatever, Sony sucks. But yeah, I, the, I, I really like that part. Like for that, just that little bit, I was like, oh man, that's so comic booky. Where they're talking back and forth. <laughs> so the, like, the so entire good. two movies are like that. That's the, the whole, almost the entire movie, they interact that way the whole time. It's, yeah, it, that's they're the all right. They're not terrible. The they're all right. So let's talk a little about about uh, theater reaction. So the first night, or I went at four o'clock. I think you did too. Uh, early the first day it came out, um, and there are some spots where there's a whole lot of clapping and cheering. And the first one was Matt Murdock, aka Daredevil, is in the MCU now. So that's amazing. That was my favorite part of the whole movie. My favorite part, and then when you caught that brick when it came through the window, like. Because like I'm a I'm a TV show, you don't really he's not much of a non regular guy, whatever like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? But in the in the comic books, he's still a regular dude. But you know how comic books are like a regular dude is still a little bit more regular. So him catching that brick when it came through that window, just that little piece, like it gave me hope. Like I'm like, all right, man. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I don't know the the TV show was way more grounded, more realistic. Yeah, but him a lot more catching a him catching a brick flying through the window like imagine a regular dude catching a brick flying that faster when it's gonna hurt like shit but you see yeah, and peter's it, like, like he's like how did you do that but in that <laughs> same interaction he didn't need to catch it because if you look peter's hand was already there to catch it so like it was one of those moments where like i feel like he did it to show him that he could do it versus needing to do it because when Again, I've seen it a couple of times. So, like, he does catch it, but Peter's hand is, like, right in front of his, ready to catch it, too. I think this movie oh, did no, a good no, job. Sure. This movie did a good job in um, showing, I, I feel like maybe the whole trilogy now, now that I think about it, but, like, Peter's spider sense. Um, when Doctor Strange hits him out of his body, you can see the actual lines over Tom Holland's head as his spider man, as his spider sense is working and moving. Yeah. That shit was so cool to me. I was like, oh, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah. So in in my theater, when Daredevil when Daredevil showed up for sure, that was a, a big reaction. And I, I even did. It. I was like, oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But when when dude made that first portal. And it showed uh, Garfield. Garfield. Yep, that was Dude, everybody huge. stood up, started clapping. And screaming. That was, I was huge. Around, like, holy <laughs> shit! Like, okay, <clears throat> hold on. Before you jump into anything, the worst thing I've ever heard ever at a Marvel movie or a comic book thing. Any, there's some people behind me in the end credit scene, right? And they showed uh, Doctor Strange, you know, being evil and stuff like that. This man behind me said to his son. That was trash. I thought we were going to see Wolverine. I was like, man, if this dude don't just go home and kill himself right now, what Stop are it. we even talking about right now, dude? And then you're ruining your son's brain with that? You're right. rotting his mind saying that stupid? <laughs> I was like, Wolverine? <laughs> what? I just had to say, I was, I was going to say that but, but before, but I wanted to save him for the podcast. I was like, who, where is this? Have you seen any of these movies? Like, 
I, and it was the first, like, I think I went to go see, yeah, I went to go see it on the first day at four, four in the yeah, afternoon. Yeah, we were, we were there at the same time. Yeah, um, so it was packed house. Like, everyone that usually buys those tickets knows what they're doing. Right. Wolverine. <laughs> the theater. I think he came, that's he, he came to a portal. He came from the universe <laughs> with the X-Men or, or in the MCU or something. This man said, I thought I was going to say yeah. Wolverine. That's just Bang credits for trash. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of people were mad about the end credits so like it wasn't really even end credits that was a trailer yeah it was a trailer for multiverse of madness i love i loved it i thought it was awesome oh it's um, so fire dr strange is my favorite marvel character so. nah he's crazy he's, it's so fire. even in this movie dude like you could just feel like how just crazy he is um what was I going to say? So as far as theater reaction, obviously you mentioned, uh, we, we mentioned Daredevil when Garfield came out, he got the biggest pop compared to um, in my first showing, he got bigger pop than Toby and the other two, Toby got a bigger pop yeah. than, than Andrew. Oh, did. okay. Um, in mine, Andrew had the big pop dude. Yeah. Which is crazy. Cause his, his movie, his movies aren't reviewed well. Like I feel like I'm always in the minority when I'm talking about his character, but the bigger pop, um, or I guess the most laughter and people were talking about the most, even when the movie ended, as far as interaction wise, was how they acknowledge everything from those other movies, especially the oh bio webs. <laughs> oh no, my favorite part was they were talking about bad guys. They fought crazy bad guys. Yeah, like, yeah, that was in that same guy interaction. In a, mm-hmm. Yeah, I fought a guy in a giant robot rhino outfit, which was the <laughs> worst ever. <laughs> That but, was but I the think, worst. I think Garfield might be like the pick of the litter for people. Spider Man, because he was awesome in Spider Man. That second movie, the villains were just so bad. If That's you don't have classic. good villains, you yeah. can't be a good hero. The classic thing you know? was it was that was at, you got to remember at the point in time where we were during that trilogy. The MCU was just taking off, and it was starting to be successful. So Sony's execs are like, we want to build a Spider Verse, and that's why. The second movie, that's all it was. They loaded it with villains trying to introduce people. Even the end credit scene was about the Sinister Six. And it took away from what the movie could have and should have been. Um, but emotionally, like, the best chemistry... I'll, I'll save this for, for my debate. I'm not going to ruin it and have Zach and Dan listen to this one and, and take my thunder. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, no, at the end of the day those interactions they talked about the webbing multiple times and then holland's like does it come out of anywhere else i thought that was hilarious oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) and i Um, cried in this movie but i can't remember where i cried so to me the most emotional part since you mentioned crying is um it was always with garfield and when he was talking about gwen and not being able to save her and not that whole scene where he was like i I tried to move on, but I couldn't. And I stopped pulling my punches. People don't understand how strong Spider-Man really is and Bro, how he actively has to like not go full strength on people because he would walk around the city killing everyone. Yeah, literally the only two people that are like physically stronger than him, like that our people know about anyways, but they don't put it in context is Hulk and Thor. Which is it's crazy, bro. Like and it's not by a lot. I know it's either. just crazy. So that scene, he's like, I couldn't save her, and like the emotion that he showed, and the fact that he's like, you know, I was rageful. I, I feel cheated that I didn't get to see a Spider-Man 3 where Peter Parker was rageful and like 
actively trying to hold back because he didn't know what to do. That would have been amazing. Um, what was I going to touch? Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I think that I think that was where I, where I um, I, well, I didn't cry, cry, but like I think I shed a tear like when he got to save uh, his, you know, MJ. We got to yeah, save like, Peter one's MJ. Yeah, yeah. you know, what I'm saying kind of like a redemption for, me. for himself. And then at the end, when he was like trying to make her remember, but then he was like, you know what? Forget it. I'm gonna let her live my life again. The do sacrifice. The, do the better. I was. I started crying a little bit. I was like, Man, this movie is because <laughs> I, I was laughing, it's having so a great time, and I was like, oh, so awesome. And then it was funny. Then at the end, they pulled up harshings again. Like he just made a decision, like, yo, I'm leaving these people alone, right? And I'm gonna go about my business. And I'm like, where do we go from here, man? Where do we go? Nobody so knows. Many places. He knows Whoa. nobody. Let's we'll close out the pod here. We'll talk about a couple more things, but we'll close out about where do we go based on you know where do you think we should go? Where do I think we should go? Um, okay. another cool interaction was same conversation when they're on the Statue of Liberty, or right before actually, and he's like, Oh, my back hurts. <laughs> and the <laughs> only thing I could think about was when Toby fell off the building when he had the web block and landed on the trash can. <laughs> <laughs> I was, that was like, a, damn, that trash can really fucked up his back. <laughs> but that's where I was coming from because I seen all seven of them on purpose right before this movie. So like some of the stuff oh, no, that I, happened. I remember that part. Some of the stuff that happened and they talk about was like super fresh in my mind because I had just watched it, right? So like the biggest thing, and I, I got the answer to this question is like, well, how will other people react? Uh, to this movie if they haven't recently watched any of the others right and the answer was everyone loved it no matter what there was kids there that didn't ever even seen toby spider-man still love the movie so like it's just all around probably one of the better ones um probably the best marvel movie so far just because of how they executed it i do have some problems with it though you mentioned um, my hardy issue that's cool my biggest one i guess would be Jamie Foxx or Electro never verbally or anything acknowledged in the amazing Spider-Man two that he knew who Peter, who that Peter Parker was Spider-Man. It was never talked about. They never showed it in the movie. The green goblin knew obviously, and they were working together. So, I mean, you can just explain it off screen and say, yeah, you know, he told him <laughs> whatever, but it was never like shown. He never saw him without his mask. Yeah. But he didn't mention in this movie that he knew he was Peter Parker. That's the only way he could be there. That's what I'm saying. Like the whole plot of the movie is villains that came to this universe were people that knew Peter Parker was Spider-Man. And he wait, did but did it. he wait when they when they had that fight like towards the end of whatever? Didn't he like try to talk him down and tell him that he was Peter? He's he like, never took his mask you. off though. He tried to talk him down. He's like Max, but Max. I think he told him though. Yeah, but I think he told him that he knew who he was. You know what I'm saying? I don't remember. I just watched it and I don't remember that part, but it's, I feel like, I like it's him calling by his name man. and talking to him. You know what I'm saying? Like, say if me and you were talking and then you had a mask on and you're like, hey, Ray, Ray, you're going to remember someone's voice or someone that was nice to you. So you probably put two and two together and be like, oh, that's Peter Parker. You know what I'm yeah, saying? But, I mean, I, that's, again, that's my thoughts. Probably. I, it's cool off screen, but it was like one of those things where like, eh. And then I, I, I feel like it cements it even more because when he's defeated by Doc Ock, who actually Alfred Molina did an amazing job as well. Again, um, oh, come on now, super good. But when he yeah. when he's defeated and he's putting him down and and Spider Man goes up, he takes his mask off finally in front of him, 
he was like, hey, man, you're a kid from from Queens, you know, helping poor people. I thought you were black. So, like, even in that moment, <laughs> he didn't know. You know what I'm saying? It was just like, oh, man. yeah. Wait, then how did he? Right. You're making a lot of good points. How? Yep. yep. So, that made no sense then. None whatsoever. So, like, that. What about Sandman? Sandman didn't know he was Peter Parker. Well, wasn't uh, that yeah. about Peter so Parker? The... It was just about Spider-Man? So, he knew um sandman at the end of spider-man 3 when uh, spider-man's fighting venom and harry gets there to help him he takes his mask off it anyone in the world knows mcguire was spider-man because his mask was broken in every movie in every fight like he was unmasked the whole trilogy it feels and the train he took his mask off on the train you know what i'm saying like so that's more believable but yeah i i can get over it because jamie fox did a great job it was a fun movie, but it's just one of those things where, like, how do we just have this massive plot hole in this movie and no one says anything about it? <laughs> hey, but William Defoe to me, is hands down the best Marvel uh, bad guy of all time so far. Yeah, so before this movie, I think my favorite villain was um, Doc Ock. Spider-Man 2 is one of the best um, superhero movies to me that's ever been made. Um, and it works because of what you said. Like, the villain was good. He was a compelling villain. Like it just worked, but Devoe actor too. Yeah, Devoe killed it. Like this movie was like, yo, this is this is just it. We've talked a lot. We haven't even talked about Aunt May dying, my guy. Was it? Oh my god. <laughs> okay, okay. So I guess the sacrifice of Aunt May over the killing of Spider Man because that was big. Yeah, it was brutal, dog. I didn't think that was gonna happen. They got me. They got me with that, bro. And dude, that's like, what I'm saying. What? Like this movie, uh, people that were saying this movie wasn't. Well, I see one person say it wasn't that good, or whatever they got to say about it. Like, dude, it was. It was so comic book accurate. Like the Green Goblin doesn't give a fuck, bro. <laughs> he doesn't care. And when he killed his aunt, man, he's like, "See you later, motherfucker." Yeah, and bombs, it was like, "And this is your fault." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dude, he's so good the, dude, the green even in that moment that scene was really powerful um tom holland's a great actor i don't take anything away he does a lot of his own stunts like if you want to argue he's the better spider-man i i can take it but in that scene dude that emotion first off she gets up right so now you're thinking like oh she made it yay you know she just got hurt but like when she finally collapses and he sees the blood and he's trying to convince her, you're going to be fine. You're going to be all right. Knowing you can see in his eyes that he knows Dude, he was so good. that she's not right. Like, and he he's like, so you're, you're fine, man. You're fine, man. Dude, that moment was crazy. It gave me the chills right now. Just thinking back to it. And I've seen it three times. No, but see, like, dude, um, Andrew Garfield, is he's, he's my favorite Spider-Man. But I'm saying Tom Holland is the best because the age are starting to match. Yeah. His enthusiasm yeah. just to play the character. And, you know, and then him being in all these MCU movies and stuff like that. Um, that's what I'm saying. He's the best. But my favorite, I think Andrew Garfield is a better actor, you know, number one. And then I, I think he's funnier. Yep. You know what um, I'm saying? His, like, quips, his quips in the suit are way better than the other ones. <laughs> yeah, he was the most, um, like, uh, what do you, uh, somebody's, uh, uh, not, I mean, like, his sense of humor and all that stuff like that. He was the closest to like comic book spider like what do you 100 you know what i'm saying like the cracking jokes like the whole time he was fighting a lizard and stuff like that so even in this movie favorite. too even in this movie yeah. like he grabbed the thing and the lizard pinned him down when he finally gets loose 
and he like webs him up so he can't move. He was like, stay still. Like the way that he talks is just <laughs> is just amazing, dude. Yeah, no, to me, yes, that's what I'm saying. Like he's the he's my favorite Spider-Man, and I think he's the best, like acting wise and stuff like that. But I'm talking about like just as a whole, this kid is the shit, and I'm glad they started so young. I always said so that good. too. Like, so why good. are they so old? Why are these Spider-Men so damn old? <laughs> so <laughs> you good. know what I'm saying? Dude, so, so let's talk a little bit. This this podcast is gonna take forever. We're so geeked about this I'm movie. <laughs> no, it's sorry. fine. As long man, as we it's been can... a while, man. It's, I know, it's man. Been it's a while, been man. Forever. Since I've done this. So and, one thing. Uh, appreciate you. One thing that I liked a lot about Garfield Spider Man um, was how he fought. I'm not gonna go into details again because I'm having this debate. But Tom Holland in this movie like upgraded his fighting. In Far From Home, we saw how natural his spider sense was. This man was dodging hundreds or thousands of drones shooting bullets at him and none of them hit him. That's that's crazy. Bro, but that, that was so fire. <laughs> but in this movie, when he's fighting um, Norman Osborn in the apartment, bro, like, and he's yeah. using his webs and he does like, and he stomps them through the ground and then they have this whole like hand-to-hand thing. When he's, he's sitting on his shoulders, like elbowing them, and that part displays more than how well William DeVoe did. Dog, when he's elbowing them and he's just laughing, I was like, Dog, this dude is so good. That's another um, thing, too. People don't understand how strong Green Goblin is. Yeah, he's super strong. <laughs> dude, the fight Spider-Man one-on-one like that and slamming through the floor and blocking his punches and all that shit. Dog, and at the end, when he was ready to strong. kill him. He was ready to kill him, bro. So now he's, like, letting go, and he's hitting them probably full strength because he's pissed. And he's just yeah, but he was still him. laughing though. And yeah, he's still him, laughing. Him. It's just <laughs> like crazy, saying, bro. Yeah, Garfield, um, when he yeah, he's a he, he's a better fighter to me. Yep. Like when he fought the lizard. He fought oh the man, lizard. in the school. Yeah, dude, so Spider Man, bro. Oh man, that was the best to me. The best. Like, like, dude, that like that first amazing like to me, that first Spider Man with Andrew Garfield might be the best Spider Man movie. Of all time, besides this one, because it was so big and so huge, and all of them were in there and stuff. But like, it were um, and forget everything else. Just Andrew Garfield as Spider Man, and Spider Man, the the Amazing Spider Man movie might be the best Spider Man movie of all time. So you know good, from the so from the comedy, the the crime, like it was it was it was so good. But I know we're talking about this movie, but all the all the Spider Mans were there, people. So we're yep. just talking about them all. We love it. We love it all. <laughs> the movie was awesome. So if good. You don't like it? I don't know. I want to. I want to know for X Men to come out. And so here's this is this is a good transition. <laughs> we can kind of move on now. Um, so at the end of the movie, there's two post credit scenes. Sorry, One guys, of I'm them, sick. Yeah, no worries. One of them is uh, we see Tom Hardy again with his Venom, who was transported. He's in Mexico. He's talking to the guy from Ted Lasso, <laughs> and he leaves behind. Uh, a piece of the symbiote so now we have a symbiote in the mcu which origin wise isn't the way that it should be but the prospect of all things that can happen now venom being in the mcu is amazing and should get you super nerded out second one was not really a post-created scene but the trailer which has since been released and i'm sure you guys have watched it online for dr strange and the multiverse of madness so i don't think ray have you seen what if on disney plus no. So I think I what, like if, kind of stuff. what if is uh, required viewing going forward? Um, no way. Based on, it is, based on the Multiverse of Madness. Like the evil Doctor Strange in that movie, 
is directly from the what if series um like pulled directly the the powers everything that came out of him when he did his thing that he's exactly that's you get to see how that oh, okay, okay. was made i got you <clears throat> I, hate, um, I hate what if stuff you know that but i might yeah have to watch so definitely the whole it's like eight episodes it's super short it's cool right like just one of those things where what if this didn't happen and it, but because of the multiverse we we're getting a multiverse what if around the mcu characters anyways um dr strange is pulled from there and it's it's pretty cool how it's going to be implemented but the x-men comment uh that you made or the wolverine comment if you look at the trailer the beginning of that trailer uses the old school marvel logo um from fox with the you know with the x-men and the fantastic four and then it zooms out into the new mcu logo a lot of things yeah. can happen man in that movie dude like we should see some x-men we should see some fantastic four stuff maybe not who's gonna play them in the mcu but a throwback kind of you know what i'm saying an acknowledgement of what has all happened up until now oh for sure i hope fantastic four came through through that rift or something because i know they're coming up soon like yeah they're like the next phase. They're not going to be in this phase, but the next one, I know they're coming up. So one thing I was asking you, because I've never seen the Venom movies, does he have a, a symbol on his chest, like a white symbol of a spider or anything? Um, no. I don't okay. Think so. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, So anybody who's seen those Venom movies, I don't know how big you're in comics, but if Spider-Man does get that black suit, next time Eddie Brock gets it, He's going to be shooting webs. He's going to have a kind of a spider symbol on his chest. That's what I'm happy for. Like, do it the right way, my man. Like, just having Venom out of nowhere and just being a goopy Venom and shooting black <laughs> ropes of goo out of his arms. I just can't get with it, man. I couldn't yeah. get with it. But no, he um, definitely doesn't have uh, – he doesn't have it. Another, another thing I want to say going forward, I hate the time that we live in right now because it's so different. But just imagine if um, this Spider-Man was in Tobey Maguire's universe, like no one knows him no more and nothing like that going forward. He could have worked for the Daily Bugle again because nobody knows him at all. You know what I'm saying? And he could have been taking pictures of Spider-Man and stuff. But now no one cares about paparazzi or taking pictures of things anymore. Right. You know what I'm saying? Everyone has a camera phone. Everyone's taking pictures. So that's what, like, I, when a movie ended, that was my first thoughts. Like, damn, I hate the way the times are because... Now, nobody knows him, anything like that. He can get a job working the Daily Bugle, and we'll see where he goes from there. You know what I'm saying? So going forward, I don't know what they're going to do with him. Yeah, I man, it's interesting. I, I think he can get a job there. It, cameras, it's different now. But the shots, I, I guess you can still kind of apply it because the, the shots he would get are going to be, you know. The best. Like shots that no one else can get. But I get what you're saying. It doesn't kind of fit into to what we do in the world now. Um, oh wait! Before we end this, Jay John and Sammy Jameson, let's give him his flowers. Oh man! <laughs> Round of applause. He's the best, bro. Bro, that guy's <laughs> the shit, dude. He's so good. I'm so happy he's back. No, I mean they had to do it though, man. Come on. <laughs> but I thought it was great with the times they switched it. He was he was more like uh, what's that one guy's name? Alex Jones and stuff. It, just great, great movie, man. If you haven't seen it. Go see it. If you didn't like it, don't talk to me. It's one of the best <laughs> movies ever made. I think it's one of the best movies ever made. Am I it is. I think it is, that? too. I think it is, too. So let's talk about where do we go from here. Um, Really quick. I guess it doesn't have to be quick, but what do you think? Like, what do what will the next trilogy be now that Peter Parker's alone? No one knows Peter Parker's Spider-Man. 
Um, we know and we can infer uh, Craven the Hunter is going to be in the next trilogy at some point. We already know that this has kind of been confirmed as castings. Um, in the sky in this movie, you saw some people. You saw Scorpion. The, I don't know if you noticed. You saw Craven. You saw a, re, a real rhino, not the metallic one. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, yeah, dog. I saw the rhino right away. But uh, let me jump in real quick. Uh, what you were saying with the, uh, the Craven thing. Dude, perfect time. I mean, first movie out the gate. He gets the Venom suit. He starts learning about the Venom suit. Craven comes to hunt the Spider-Man. He has the, he has the Venom suit. Just like in the comic books. Well, not just like Cra- Craven fought Spider-Man in the black suit. No, it's kind of he hunted him. He came to hunt Spider-Man. No, so and then he came out perfect. with the black suit. Yeah, that's how yeah, that's how it was. Um that cover, that comic book cover is amazing. It's like Spider-Man coming out of the grave. That was actually pretty cool. But yeah, with um, the black suit on. Yep, with the black suit on. Uh, really cool comic book cover. Uh, yeah, what I fear and I hope doesn't happen is that they use Craven um, in the Sony, on the Sony side. Yeah, on the Sony side for something else because that Craven's. Oh, okay. No, I thought you meant the way Marvel ruins their fucking bad guys. Like, I don't want him to be just some pushover sidestep character like, um, like the Claw was, like the Black Panther movie. Yeah, yeah. Claw's yeah. like Claw's like one of his only bad guys, one of his greatest bad guys dead in like the first 20 half an hour like the craven <laughs> movie craven should be the the main protagonist period i agree that's what i think so what i think would be cool i want him in the mcu but now that kevin feige is in love with andrew garfield right now from everything i'm reading one cool part um in that same storyline that you're talking about uh craven comes in because spider-man's dead or he killed him technically but he's missing right he's not around and Craven kind of takes up a mantle um, and eventually ends up, Peter comes back and they have to fight. But what yep. it, would it be cool if during this time where Garfield was gone in the MCU, when he comes back, he comes back at a different time period and Craven's kind of like, Craven gets a solo movie first, establishing himself, and then he's there and they got to fight the whole movie. I think that would be crazy. No solo movie for Craven. You know they're gonna Sony's gonna try to do solo movies for all these dudes. We're getting yeah, and they're gonna uh, be washed. Morbius is coming. What else are they Morbius doing? Is gonna be a wash. To me, I think Morbius is gonna be a wash. The trailer looked cool. We'll see how yeah, it plays out. They're so off with the fucking characters. They're like, where do they get off just doing stuff? It's just Sony, man. That's not it's not Marvel. Like they they're trying to establish their own stuff to keep making money, obviously, but it's weird. And I know, Marvel I know that movie with him and stuff like that. Like, I want to do business with that trash ass company. So that movie's dude. been delayed three times, and they've done like crazy reshoots to that movie. So I wonder, you know, how it how it plays out. It was like flying around and doing all. That. <laughs> I, I don't think I'm going to see it, dude. I'll be honest with you. I wouldn't be surprised you didn't see Venom, and you know, what I'm saying you have more of an attachment to Venom than than anything else. Morbius, yeah, mm-hmm. but dude, I, like I saw, say this, dude, Spider Man is unfair. The Rogue Gallery has though, like I'm a fan of all those dudes, but I just I can't deal with Sony, dude. I think they should they should be stripped of all their superhero shit. <laughs> they and... should Disney <laughs> should just buy it out. Disney yeah. should buy them out. I don't care how much it costs, just go over there and buy it out. And then Michael Keaton was in the trailer, so they're gonna try to make some Sinister Six or something like. Fuck my, uh, I, I can't stand it, dude. <laughs> 
All right, guys. So we're going to wrap it up. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed that conversation. We definitely bounced around, but uh, end of the day, Spider-Man No Way Home is amazing. If you're looking towards the future, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness looks phenomenal. And if you're a fan of the Fantastic Four, John Watts, who directed No Way Home, is the director for Fantastic Four. So get excited, y'all, because this movie was great and it's about to go down. As Ray has said in the past, Thanks for stopping by, y'all. Make sure you follow our socials. We're on Facebook, where I post most of my stuff. Twitter, um, all that nerd-related crew. Stay nerdy, y'all. All right, y'all. Peace. Deuces. All right, where do I stop the recording?